Hey there, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Hormonal Mama podcast. I am your host, Kara Drescher. Today on the show, I have Dr. Lauren Kier Simmons, owner and founder of Lauren Kier Wellness. Today, she's telling us about her journey being diagnosed with Hashimoto's thyroiditis, losing over a hundred pounds in the healthiest way possible and putting her illness in remission naturally. We're talking about her Bee Fly Detox course and all of the other amazing things that she can do to help you get your body healthy and in check. So stick around. It is such a great conversation. You'll learn so much. Hi, Lauren. Welcome to the show. I am so excited to have you here today and talk to you and learn all about this awesome stuff. So welcome to the show. Thank you for having me. It is such a pleasure. We have so much to talk about. You have so much amazing knowledge, amazing life experience, and I just can't wait to get into this conversation and learn more about you and and tell our audience more about all this work that you do to help women. So I think a really good place to start because, you know, we've talked before and we've talked a lot about Hashimoto's thyroiditis, and that's really our focus today. And that's something that I really want to talk about. And I think a really good place to start is really learning about your story. You have a personal story here dealing with this illness, and it's a very powerful story. So I would love to hear about your personal experience here. So it was about uh, 2000, I want to say 2015, that um, I began noticing um, some symptoms that were very Mm -hmm. unusual. Um, I had an excessive amount of weight gain uh, that was uh, so much that I had not been that weight ever mm. before in my life. So I was 219 wow. pounds. Um, yeah, I'd started noticing some things. And so, you know, I, I was going, okay, something's the matter here. What actually started me on my actual journey was I was actually driving down um, the highway. And I had a very bad, what I know now to be a very bad migraine trigger. And I was actually driving when it happened. And so it felt like something that would have been the way that they would describe a stroke. That's scary. Yeah. I was about a half an hour. It was very scary. I was about a half an hour, 20 minutes to 30 minutes from the nearest hospital that I could think of at that time. Because when you have a migraine, you can't process information very well. So I turned around, I went back in the opposite direction, back towards the hospital that I knew that was closest to me. And, um, you know, and I went to the ER. And that was basically the beginning of a two and a half year journey of learning what in the world was going on with my body. Wow, that's a long time. It's a very long time because I went to a lot of tradition, a lot of traditional medicine um, doctors. I went to um, a, a PCP. I went to an allergist. I went to an endocrinologist. Um, I went to a cardiologist. Um, anything with an ologist on the back of it, I went to it mm-hmm. and went to them. And they were giving me different diagnoses based on the symptoms that I was 
you know, sharing with them um, until I basically found this one particular um, doctor. And I said, this is what I've experienced. This is what I've experienced. And this is what I've experienced. And she says, uh-huh, I think I know what's going on. And um, so I gave her, I had about a stack of medical records at this oh point. Like, wow. Yeah, it, it was it was pretty thick. And um, and she says, we're going to do, you know, some blood work and so forth. And she said, but I think I already know what it is. Um, sure enough, two and a half weeks later, after the two and a half years, mm. two and a half weeks later, boom, I got my diagnosis. And she says, yeah, um, here it is right here. I mean, she took blood for everything that you could absolutely imagine. Normally, when you go to the doctor, they give you a diet. You know, normally they give you the regular CBC. Mm-hmm. And basically, that's it. Right. Right. Exactly. No, no, no. <laughs> she went she went from head to toe and she took blood set work on everything. And she says, here's what it is right here. And so I said, listen, what can you know? Uh, you know, what are we going to do about this? Um, at this point, you know, by the time I got to this um, PCP, I had already lost 65 pounds. Wow. I was 219 pounds. I had already started, um, you know, rolling off of, you know, all of the processed foods, all of the sugars and so forth. And by the time I reached her, she's like, okay, you know, of course, Hashimoto's thyroiditis or autoimmune diseases don't really tolerate inflammation. Right. You have right. to deflate, as I call it. You know, you really like have that. to deflate. And so you have to lose, you know, the inflammation. Like inflammation is in all parts of your body. It's in your head. It's in your eyes. You know, it's in your, you know, your shoulders, your knees, you know, your legs, you know, your stomach. You know, people just think about, oh, you know, I'm going to lose weight in my, you know, I'm going to lose weight in my stomach. But they don't really think about it. You know, you have to basically lose weight everywhere. For sure. It has to come off. Mm-hmm. It has mm-hmm. to come off. And so um, that's basically what I had done. So by the time she saw me, I was probably about 156 pounds or something like that. I can't remember what it was. It was like one, I was like 156. And so um, I essentially ended up uh, losing 101 pounds wow. by the time I sent my autoimmune disease into remission. Okay. And so, you know, basically, you know, that, that was in a nutshell, I ended up, you know, changing, you know, my, my meals. Um, she tweaked them a little more, you know, just a little more. And, you know, that's basically what, you know, what happened now, you know, the, I'm, I'm making it actually sound like it was easy. But it was a lot of work. Um, the, you know, the journey that I went on, a lot of people are like, you know, I'm not doing that. Okay, listen, it's not for you. What I did is not for you. Right. But, it, right. you know, it's not for everybody. I had to, I had to eliminate sugar cold turkey. And when you do that, anytime you wean off of sugar, you have withdrawal. Mm-hmm. Like you mm-hmm. are, because, you know, sugar is basically, it, it functions like a drug. Yeah. So you're basically withdrawing off of sugar. And I had withdrawals for about 72 hours. It was the worst. Oh, I can only imagine. Yeah. I had anxiety attacks and everything. Oh my gosh. I had really, I had really bad anxiety attacks. And it's basically nothing that you can do. All I, I just drank water, drank water, drank water, stayed hydrated and so forth. Yeah. It was, it was very interesting. So I tell people, I'm like, look, 
um, you know, if you want to, depending on what kind of results you want to have, you know, you definitely want to um, take care of your body. You want to know what's going on with your body. And you basically have to stay abreast, you know, of what was, you know, of what's going on, because I actually did a lot. Mm -hmm. When I, you know, went on my journey, you know, a lot of people would go, well, I want to, you know, I want to lose weight and they'll do like, I'll call them mechanical things, mm -hmm. you know, mm -hmm. other than changing their, you know, changing their diet. But, you know, when you do things like, you know, take the pills, when you do the waist trainers and all that kind of stuff, you are not addressing the root cause of what's going on with your body. What you're actually doing yes. is you're actually causing problems. Exactly. So, you know, when I, I tell people, I'm like, you have to watch those waist trainers and stuff like that, because when you wear those things, you're actually sucking up your organs. And later on down the line, you're going to have some real issues when it comes to that. Definitely. You know what I mean? When you have that, you know, shape like that. Um, you're going to have some problems that you don't even know that are coming your way. Food is the way to go. You have to actually change your behavior. And people, um, humans, it's, it's very difficult. I tell anybody that it is very difficult um, to do that. Um, you, you definitely have to, you have to train, you have to manage your own behavior in order to change the food. Yeah. Now, growing up in New Orleans, I tell anybody it's very difficult. Yes. If you don't think, if you don't think that I want to grab a, a, a po' boy sandwich, okay. If you don't think that I want to grab my favorite pastime, and this is, a, this is so awful to say, my favorite things are just, if I'm just going to scoop up something on the run, my favorite thing was Popeye's chicken. I tell anybody <laughs> that. Hey, I get listen, it. I get it. My favorite thing, listen, if you think I don't crave it, yeah, it's it's a lifestyle. It's a it's a lifestyle change. It's not like a okay, you're gonna do this in this moment, and then you know once you lose all the weight, then you can go back to eating your food again. Right. It doesn't work like that. It's not a diet. It's a change in your diet. Correct. It's a it's a. I like that. I definitely like that. It absolutely is a change, and it is it definitely. So you have to do a brain switch. Yeah. You definitely have to do a brain switch because people are like, okay, when can I go back to eating like regular food? This is regular food. Yeah, this is absolutely. Food. It's just, it's this like it's training food. your body to realize that these things, like you mentioned, I mean, po' boy say, I mean, please, that's one of the best things ever. I've been to New Orleans once and I was like, this is the best food I've ever had in my entire life. Of course I was miserable for like a week after I got back, but that's a different story oh, yeah. for another day. But that's where, you know, it all gets really interesting that, that you have to realize that you are doing something for your body to not just, you know, look better. And I put that in quotes, but yes. to feel better and to be the healthiest version of you and not put a bandaid on something that is ultimately like destroying your life and, and harming your body. And you can't, again, I'm going to quote this and say, you can't control that but you can no. control how you respond to it. Right. Yes. Yes. And, and that, that's what I'm hearing you say. And that's the beautiful thing is that you yes. have this solution. Look, there is a way yes. to live a wonderful, happy, pain-free life. Now, granted life is never pain-free as you know, <laughs> migraines, right? We've talked about that a lot today. Uh it's not, but yeah. you know, in, in the grand scheme, if you're taking care of your body, especially in the ways that you're talking about, gosh, it makes so much yeah. sense. I interrupted you. I just had to 
echo that okay. because man, you're like, you're saying it all perfectly. And it, and it, it just, it touches you really deep when you look at it that way. And remember yeah. it's a lifestyle change. It is definitely a, yeah, it's definitely a lifestyle change. I mean, when I go to the doctor and, and by no means, by no means is my body perfect. No, by no means am, uh, you know, I don't have, you know, I do have aches and pains. You know, I still have aches and pains. So that's just the life, you know, of someone who has an autoimmune disease, even though, you know, it's in remission and so forth, that's still a life because it has characteristics mm -hmm. of it. You know, um, those migraines that I talk about, you know, I still have them because that's just a part of where I am. You know, when I went in, when I discovered, you know, that I was diagnosed with Hashimoto's, I was also in perimenopause. Mm, oh boy. Yeah. It's hormonal. And so, you know, migraines do what they want to do. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? That they do. And, um, <laughs> yeah. And so for me, you know, most people are like, and I've had doctors, they're like, oh, you know, you should take this medication. Listen, I've had, listen, I know that my body does not work well on medication. I can take the medication. It does nothing for mm -hmm. me. I've tried several mm -hmm. of them. I've tried many of them. Yep. They don't do anything for me. They don't stop the migraine. Yep. And so, so for me, I just go natural and people are like, how do you handle that? Listen, day by day, minute by minute. That's right. That's how you do it. That's how you have to get through it. Day you know, by day. I just want to yeah. comment on something that you just said, because I can relate in a slightly different way. Medication is so complex and I'm not going to sit here and tell anyone they should or shouldn't take medication, but Correct. I am similar to you. My problem is that the vast majority of prescription medications affect me in the opposite way than they're intended. So, yes. so often whatever that medication is, does the opposite effect of what it's supposed to do. So either makes the situation worse or does nothing. And people have a hard time understanding that. And I'm like, let's, I have a hard time understanding that, but yeah. that's why yeah. your approach is so pardon me for saying the word beautiful again, but it is, it's so beautiful because it yeah. takes that, you know, there are a lot of us out there that either have this issue like you and I have, or they just don't want to take medication. Yeah. But they feel stuck yeah. and then they come so find you. People, yeah. I don't, I don't. So I always say, this is what works for me. Um, Many people have to take medication and they should take medication. Let me be very clear about that. There are many things that you have to take medication for. And, and please listen to your doctor. Mm -hmm. Please listen to follow what your doctor says as it relates to your particular situation. But for me, um, it is not critical right. for me to take mm -hmm. medication because, you know, anytime they'll say something like, so that, you know, this medication has has like these mild symptoms and stuff like that. For me, it'll send me over the edge. Right. And mm -hmm. so, yeah. And so, or I'll have something like reverse triggers. Mm -hmm. And so mm -hmm. it'll stop and then it'll start up again, yeah. you know, which makes the, which, which makes the reverse triggers. Like it makes it even worse. It's like me drinking caffeine. Oh, it's worse, if though. I try to drink some caffeine, try that too. In the beginning to drink caffeine, to try to, you know, cause you can drink Coca-Cola, um, to, um, or whatever it is, um, you know, that type of mm -hmm. caffeine to mm -hmm. stop the, you know, migraines and so forth. It calms them down for me. It'll calm it down. But when it comes back, it comes back with a vengeance. Yep. So I mm -hmm. just said, you know what, forget it. Yeah. I hear you there. 
I do. And, yeah. and that's, you know, again, this is a whole nother conversation we could have just about caffeine, but I totally get what you're saying. I can't drink caffeine and it, which is a shame because I love coffee. And for me, coffee is the most wonderful flavor in the world, but I can't, <laughs> I can't even drink decaf coffee because caffeine affects me so severely in yeah. two ways. It affects my stomach dramatically. And yeah. I already have IBS. Yeah. So I don't need anything making that worse, but I also get extraordinarily jittery to the point where, yes, I would probably clean my entire house in 20 minutes and my house is not clean. Let me be very clear about that, but it's like frightening because I'll be like, Oh, what can I do now? What's happening? Okay. Somebody do something, you know, like it's (laughs) nuts. I'm like a crazy person. And so it's just something, you know, it's obviously it's a different situation for you, but my point there is saying, you know, it's so important to know yourself, to know your body, know your triggers, know, you know, it's easy to say, well, know what does and what doesn't work for you. And not everybody does. And that is also the beauty of all of this is here's a way to find out what works for you. Here's a way to find an alternative approach that very well might work better for you. So I, I think that's so awesome. And I'm so glad that you, discovered all of this and, and you were able to change your life. Listen, it was not on, it was, it was not on, uh, it was not intentional. I kind of ran into it. (laughs) It found me. It found me. I didn't find it. It found me. It started off with these migraines. I think these migraines are a reminder of this is why you're doing what you're doing. Yeah. Hey, I think you're right. (laughs) You know, we, we sometimes have those things to remind us. Okay. You know, like, this, yes. this thing changed my life so dramatically. And yes. then there's that, that constant reminder of like, for me, just cause I can relate to that for me, you know, I went through this insane infertility journey and here I have yes. after so much, I have these two yeah. beautiful children and seeing them every day, yeah. making me nuts is that reminder. <laughs> this is why I do what I do to help other women get through this because it is a crazy yeah. time. So I, I totally I think that's really, I can't ever think of good words, but I think that's really special to, to feel that, that as much as those migraines, God, there's no word to really describe what a migraine. And I don't just mean the physical pain. It is perfect. There's the word you, you, you said it. That's what it is. So I will use your word and say being tortured with these migraines it's like your, your push to say, I am doing this to help others, to help myself, to just get through this beautiful thing called life and survive. Yeah. And remember that Hashimoto's doesn't have to own you. No, for sure. It does not. You can absolutely live with it. I know many people that do. Yeah. I've had, you know, people to tell me they're like, oh, I just take the medication and I go, I'm like, oh, okay. Yeah. You know, cause for some people that, you know, they have, like I said, they have to do it. I was fortunate. I didn't have to, you know, take it mm-hmm. and so forth. And I was thankful for that because I really don't like medication at all. Yeah. The thought of having to take medication for me, it just like depresses me. I am with you. So, <laughs> yeah. And I, you know, I've never, I was never given like medication as a child. Mm. So I didn't, I was like, what? please don't tell me I have to take medication because, right. you know, Right. You know, it would just be kind of, you know, it would just be upsetting for me to have to, first of all, I wouldn't remember. <laughs> So, yeah, I hear you there. (laughs) I do. Yeah. So tell me a little bit about how you help other women who are dealing with this diagnosis. Tell me what, what, what work you do to help women get through this. 
So I actually have uh, what's called the um, B Fly Detox. And um, I like that. What I do is I have um, when, you know, when people reach out to me and they want, um, you know, when they want help with um, Hashimoto's, what I do in my program is I have a health consultation um, and where we go through all of the, you know, the history of, of what they, you know, have eaten um, from basically from childhood. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, you know, what they were eating as an adult, what they're eating, you know, currently, I look at how their families, you know, ate, what's the health history of mom, what's the health history of dad, you know, and what is their health history. Mm-hmm. And then um, we kind of go from there and, and sort of develop a plan. Um, the program is online. That's nice. And so they can go through it's you know, it's self paced. So they can go through the program, you know, at their leisure, because that's how life is. Yep. You know, it's mm-hmm. not a, you know, I need you to show up, you know, at class every week, you know, at Tuesday at six o'clock, life doesn't happen that nope, way. It's not. <laughs> no. Nope. And so, you know, you need time and you need your own time where you can go and, you know, take a look at it and kind of work through it. There are activities um, that they respond to questions and so forth. So they have to kind of process, okay, you know, what does this mean for me? What, you know, what is, what is, you know, how does it work for me? Mm-hmm. Uh, how can I use this and so forth? And so, um, and so that's basically it in a nutshell. They have a lot of resources. I provide um, my, you know, clients with resources and so forth, so they can understand. You know, this is where you can get this. This is where you can shop. This grocery store has, you know, is very good with these resources and so forth. So it's just a lot of information. That's so good. It's definitely a lot, a lot of information, you know, that they can, um, that they can use. That is so great. And I, I like that you have, you know, one of the things that I think is really awesome that you said is that self-paced component because life is so crazy, right? I feel like we all kind of get to that point everybody gets there at different points in their life, whether it's, you know, in their late teens, early twenties, thirties, forties, whatever, where you're suddenly like, I'm an adult, which means I have so many more responsibilities than just paying my bills and waking up every day. I actually have to like go to, go to work. Or if you don't work, I I have to like clean the house. I have to, I have to go to the store. Wait a minute. I have to do this. I have to do that. And it gets crazy. Right. I mean, I, I, I've, gosh, for years, I've been like, can I just have one day where I literally can just lay in bed all day long? Cause like, that would be great, but we don't have that. That's not life. And the flexibility is just really, really wonderful. And, And I also like that you have activities and resources and all these wonderful things because, you know, taking care of your body and, you know, taking that step to get your life back, if you will, is so, can be so stressful, but when you have that engagement, right. And you have activities and you have resources, you have articles, you have all these wonderful things to keep you, keep you going. Because sometimes at least for me, you get to that point where you're like, well, I just want to give up. But when you have things to keep you going, I mean, how cool is that? I think that's so, so exciting. And man, you know, if I could join your program, I mean, I don't have Hashimoto, so it wouldn't make sense for me to join your program, but I I think that's really cool. And it sounds exciting because it, it, I think what I'm trying to say in a very convoluted kind of way, because that's how I am, is that (laughs) it sounds fun. 
it, it sounds like it's yeah. a fun way to approach something that can feel really scary. Yeah, it's yeah, very scary. So the interesting thing of it is, is that I work with individuals that have autoimmune diseases. I work with individuals that have lifestyle diseases, mm -hmm. um, such as um, hypertension, um, diabetes, um, asthma, those individuals who are um, living with obesity. Um, and, um, you know, if you just want to change your lifestyle, you know, and definitely, um, you know, kind of help yourself and, uh, you know, get healthier. Yeah. So I work with, yeah, I work with all of those individuals. Um, I can support those individuals, um, who have cancer, mm -hmm. um, as well. Um, and so, yeah. So that's the broad, that's the broad range. I think that so I, awesome. yeah, so that, that I interact with and, um, people generally enjoy it. They like, oh my God, this is like so overwhelming. And I said, I know that's why it's self-paced. Yep. So you take your time and you go through it at your leisure. Um, you know, it's, it's a lot. Yeah. But it's a lot <laughs> in such a good a way. I'm just, yeah. oh, I'm, I'm excited. So yeah. I, I do want to ask you something. I would love to know what your best piece of advice would be in two situations. First, okay. for someone who has been recently diagnosed with Hashimoto's okay. thyroiditis, what your best piece of advice would be for them. And on the other yeah. side, what would be your best piece of advice for someone who feels like they might have symptoms that are recognizable as Hashimoto's symptoms and, and they feel, feel like, you know, this might be what I have, but I'm just not sure. What, what would you say to a person in either of those situations? So for, so for someone who thinks that they might have symptoms, I'll start there. Make sure that you go to your um, PCP, uh, your primary care physician, and, or to an ND, mm. uh, naturopathic doctor, and get tested. Okay. So there are several tests. They're going to they're gonna draw blood, and there's several tests that they're going to give you um, that will determine whether you have Hashimoto's or not. So it's, um, it's, they're going to look at your TSH level. Mm -hmm. They're going to look at your um, T3. They're going to look at um, T4, um, your TPO, and uh, what was the other one? Your antibody, mm. your TG, your antibodies. And so that, that those tests determine um, if in fact you have Hashimoto's. And so once you come to me, so I don't diagnose anyone mm -hmm. um, with, with Hashimoto's. Um, then you would come to me and then, you know, I would, you know, share with you um, how to go about, you know, we, again, we would go through the health history, the health council, do the health consultation. And, um, you know, we would definitely look at what it is that you need to do in order to be able to um, roll off of it because, you know, you treat it like cancer mm -hmm. and you have to you know, send it into remission. Right. For someone um, who's already been, you know, diagnosed with it, it would basically be the same thing. So I would, you know, look at them, um, you know, look at, you know, their situation and so forth, because some people, they get tired. I've heard people say this all the time. They're like, how did you do that? Cause like, I get tired of like eating the same thing. I get tired of like, I want to eat something different. And I'm like, so you have to do a brain switch. Mm -hmm. Definitely have to do a brain switch and know that it's a lifestyle change. It's not a diet, right? It's a lifestyle change. So this is like forever and ever and ever. If you want to, you know, treat your body well, because, you know, not correcting you know, what's happening, you're actually destroying your gut. Mm -hmm. And that's what's making you feel sick all the time. Right. 
So you definitely have to make sure that you get your gut well. You make sure, you know, you have definitely have to get, you know, get all of the toxins and, and the processed foods and all the sugars and so forth out of your system. Yeah. So that's basically, yeah, that's basically it. And so, you know, once you, you know, kind of go through it and kind of understand how it works and so forth. So I'm actually teaching you, you know, what it is that you are, that you need to do. And I definitely, I definitely do one-to-one coaching as in addition to the B-Fly Detox mm-hmm. course online. So I do one-to-one coaching as well. That's awesome. I, I think that everything that you said is such great advice and I'm excited, but I would like to change direction here for a couple of minutes, ask you some of my fun questions. These are all the fun things that I like to ask all of my guests because I'm nosy and I like to get to know people. Um, So I have two questions that I ask everybody. I always say they're similar, but different. Okay. I'll give them both to you at the same time and you can choose the order that you answer them. The first one is who are three people who you feel have had the most influence on you. And the second one might be the same people might not be are if you could have three people get together with three people, dinner party or lunch or, you know, whatever activity or, or thing you enjoy, whatever floats your boat, three people, And these three people can be anybody, anybody. And I mean that dead or alive, fictional or real related to you, not related to you. They don't have to be people. I always make sure that I emphasize that they can be random characters from an animated film or show from when you're a kid, Muppets, or I'm looking around to try and think of what I'm saying here, but anything or anyone that you would invite, who would they be and why? So the floor is yours. Okay. So I had to think about that question. That was that one. was very very unique. So That's a hard one. <laughs> um, yeah, I make so, people think. Okay. <laughs> so so I tell you these are these are actually people that that I ad- admire. So one of the one of the people I've never met before. I've never met. They met me, but I did not meet them. So it was my great grandfather. Oh, it was my great grandfather. Yeah, my great grandfather was a um, he was a physician. Okay. Um, he was a family physician and he was the, um, uh, the only African-American physician in his town. Wow. And so he serviced a lot of, because back in that, back in those days, it was in the uh, 50s and 60s. Mm-hmm. He, you know, African-Americans were not allowed to actually go to the doctor. So he had one of the only practices in his town. And so he serviced all of the people that were in the town. So everyone, everyone knew him. That's awesome. And so, yeah. So by the, by the time I came along, um, I think he had actually, he had actually stopped practicing. Wow. Um, yeah. So he, so he met me, um, a month before he actually passed away. Wow. Yeah. I was his little doll. Oh, and so I actually, yeah, I was his little doll. And so I actually would have loved to have met him, you know, have sat and had, um, conversation, you know, with him, you know, about his life, because it was very interesting. Like, how do you, you know, move about and, you know, actually practice, you know, at a time when it was basically like, it was a no, no for, 
yeah, for, you know, people of color to be treated, you know, at the doctors and so forth. And so he actually amassed a lot of wealth doing that because people were not able to afford um, to pay him. Wow. Oh, my goodness. Yes. So, yeah, very, very interesting um, individual. Yeah, he was a very interesting individual, very smart um, individual. Man, so, I I want to meet him. <laughs> I mean, you know, like hearing about him, I'm I'm I'm, wow. I'm, I I don't know the yeah. right word that I'm looking for. It just he sounds so amazing. That that's such a great story. Wow. Yeah. So he was so he was one person, and the other person was actually um other person is actually my favorite uncle who is actually no longer with me as well. Sorry to hear that. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's my favorite uncle. It was he is actually my was my mom's best friend. Oh, and so sweet. yeah, he was very interesting. He man a few words, but very wise when yeah. he spoke. Oh, I love yeah, it. Yeah, he didn't have much. He didn't have much to say. Didn't talk a lot. But when he talked, you just kind of sat there and listened. Okay, like what is he going to say now? Right. That you makes know, it even it more was, powerful. Yeah, it was very interesting, and it was so it was so interesting that anytime there were like world events going on. Um, you know, he would always make it a point to have my grandmother to call me because, you know, they were back, he was back in New Orleans and I was here in the Washington DC metropolitan area. And so he would always make it a point to have my grandmother to call me. So I give you a perfect example, like when the, um, when the, um, the planes, uh, when those planes hit, um, the Pentagon Mm -hmm. and those planes Mm -hmm. hit, you know, the, the, uh, uh, the, the, my grandmother called me and, you know, if, if you remember how difficult it was for us to get phone service mm-hmm. when that happened, I it was remember well. Yeah. And so, you know, I'm on my way home from work, you know, me not even thinking, I'm just like, I'm trying to, I'm thinking, I'm just trying to get home. Right. Right. I'm not even thinking my grandmother calls me and she's like, here, your uncle wants to talk to you. And I'm like, okay, you know, fine. And so he gets on the phone. He's like, baby girl, are you okay? And I was like, I'm fine. He's like, okay. He's like, okay, lay low. That was it. <laughs> wow. That, that was it. Wow. But when he spoke, you know, it was powerful because he's like, you okay? Yeah. I'm like, I'm fine. Yeah. All right. Wow. It was the same thing with the, it was the same thing with the sniper. It was the same thing. Oh my with gosh. I remember that. When we, the sniper, when we had the DC sniper, he had my grandmother call me. He said, you good? I said, I'm fine. He said, he said, watch your back. And that was it. But it was so powerful because mm-hmm. he was the man of so few words. That is so cool. Few words. He don't. Ha- he didn't have a whole lot. He didn't have a whole lot to say. That was it. Yep. But it was, was powerful. It. Oh, I love it. Yeah, I love it. Yeah, that was it. And and the last the last person I would say is I would say my mom. Mm. I would say I would say my mom. When I would say my mom, but see, I, I always sit and talk to my mom, but like my grandmother. Yeah. So my grandmother, as she's getting, so my grandmother's 94 years old. Amazing. So she's starting to, so she's starting to spill <laughs> a lot of history now. Yeah. You know, she's starting to spill, you know, whereas before she wouldn't talk about it. So now she's starting to spill a lot of history and, you know, sitting and talk, sitting and talking to my grandmother, um, you know, a lot of the stuff that I actually do is a result of my grandmother because my grandmother is still like old school mm. um, a lot mm. of the regimens and health and all that kind of stuff and so you know as I sit and look at you know I do fish oil you know my grandmother does fish oil but it's another kind of fish oil mm. you know mm. I can remember my grandmother when she was taking when she was taking cod liver oil yeah yeah the same yeah. thing 
mm. it's the same thing. You know, we kind of have my grandmother and I kind of like have the same habit. Yep. But mine are just modernized habits that we have. Yeah. So sit and listen to her. Um, you know, she'll tell you it's interesting. The same, you know, types of fish that I that I have, you know, started um, or upgraded to eating now because it's, you know, kind of different. Right. Um, my grandmother, you know, she would give us those types of fish as children. Wow. You know, so a lot of the fish that people eat now, like in restaurants and stuff like that, she said, don't touch that. <laughs> Do not touch that. Don't touch that. Don't touch that. And I, you know, I couldn't understand why she, I just didn't eat it. If she said, don't touch it, I'm like, okay, I'm not eating it. I trust you, grandma. But I got the history behind it now as to why I should not be eating it. Mm. Yeah. She never gave you the history on it. She just said, don't touch it. Right. And now she said, all right, I'm ready to spill my secrets. Interesting. You know, very interesting. Yeah. So she, yes. So she gives a, she gives a lot of history. She gives a lot of, it's interesting. It's, it's so funny now, if I leave some stuff that I'm using, like at home, if I go to her house, she'll have it in her refrigerator. I'm like, oh, good. Because <laughs> I left mine at home. I was like, you use this? She awesome. said, yeah, you didn't know about this? She's like, yeah, you didn't know about this? I said, yeah, it's in my refrigerator at home, though. Oh, my gosh. I love that. I love that. Yeah, it's, hilar- it's hilarious. The, the, it's a, the, you, know, the, you know, definitely how our lives parallel. It's oh, hilarious. Yeah. That's so, my mother so calls her, my mother calls her my 94 year old roommate. Ah, I love it. I love it. Oh my God. That's so funny. That's so fantastic. Yeah. It's like you guys are just riding the same wavelength. Oh yeah. We're the same person. I love we're it. The same person. I love it. That's yeah. what I was like with my grandmother. My grandmother passed away in December and she was 98. She was, gosh, she was like three weeks from her 99th birthday. And I always said she was my best friend. You know, we were just like on that same wavelength, that very unique wavelength. She was the only person riding that wave with me. And man, I I know that, I mean, it's different because, you know, everybody's different, but gosh, hearing someone say, you know, such a similar relationship with their grandmother just touches me very, very deeply because I can relate to that and I love it. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. That's cool. So those were your three people who had the most influence on you. All right. Yes. And then are those the same three people that you would invite to your dinner party or do you have same three people? people. My grandmother would take over. My (laughs) grandmother would take over. People think that my grandmother is absolutely hilarious. I love it. Yeah. I said, she's funny until she turns on you. (laughs) And when she turns on you, it's no longer funny. Different story. It all changes. All goes downhill. (laughs) Yes. It goes downhill at that point, but they think that my grandmother is a hoot and they're sitting there like this and like, Oh my God. Like she is absolutely hilarious. I say, yeah, Yeah, just wait. Yeah. She's a hoot. I said, she's been like that all of my life. I love that. That's awesome. And you know, I love, I just have to say how awesome I think it is that you would have that, that your answer for those two questions are the same. I love that. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. The same. That, that makes me so happy. I always, you know, for me, just asking people these questions, it just, there's something about these two questions that gives me an opportunity to do two things. It gives me an opportunity to give people a chance to think very introspectively about themselves, 
but yeah. it gives me a chance to get to know you in, in a way that is just so lovely. I don't know. I, I love asking these questions and I just, I love so much that your answer is the same for both. I just think that's super cool. So yeah, it man. is. And I, I've told people, I actually just started sharing this lately as of late, but my great granddad is the reason why I actually got my doctorate. Really? He is. Yeah. Because, um, you know, because everyone in my family basically has like graduate degrees and stuff like that. And so it was a couple of people. I'm like, okay, like, where do I fit in? It was never, oh, if I was going to college, it was like, where? Mm -hmm. And like, and so like how, you know, how far? Right. Because everybody like has, you know, has it, like I said, they have their graduate degree. But for me, so, you know, we have someone that fits like in every pocket. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. Like law, like law degree, like juris doctor, like medical degree, dot, 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 and on, on, on. And I'm like, wait a minute. I'm like, nobody has. So then I'm like, yeah, I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm, that's what I'm going to, yeah. Cause that's it's so like, cool. it's like, yeah, my family, they're like very competitive <laughs> on, on that level. Yeah. They're about <laughs> education and they're very competitive. So that's it's so like, cool. okay. It's like, okay, wait a minute. What am I going to, I was like, yeah, that's it. I, I didn't it. even tell anybody. Nobody even knew, even knew until I finished. Really? That's even cooler. Yeah. Nobody even knew. Yeah. It's something that, so when you're going through that, you, when you're going through that, like that's like something that you don't share with people. Yeah. That's really cool. And, it, <laughs> and it's kind of neat because it gives you a chance to like really put your heart and soul into it even more. No one's asking yeah. you questions. Oh, how's school going? Oh, what are you learning now? And you get a chance to be like, I'm learning these amazing things and studying for me, it, it almost gives you more of that feeling of I'm doing this for me. And yeah, that well, you don't have that pressure. So exactly. You don't have that. You don't have that pressure. Cause that's and a that's lot of, a it's truth. a lot of pressure mm -hmm. because there are a lot of people that are walking around that have never finished there. Right. And so, yeah, I didn't need for anybody to, yeah, I didn't need for anybody to have that, like, like the pressure. I didn't yeah. need that. That's so cool. Well, good for you. Yeah. I think that's yeah. awesome. I do. I, I think that's, so, so cool. Well, yeah. Dr. Lauren, I only have one more question for you. And that right. is as simple as where can our listeners connect with you, learn more about you, learn more about what you do and learn more about Hashimoto's really tell me where, where we can find you. So I have, yeah, on my website, I have my website, which is where you can actually connect to the course site as well. Nice. Uh, on my website, it is Lauren Cure Wellness laurencurewellness.com nice it's basically it and then they can also please 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 follow me on instagram twitter linkedin and facebook yay my favorite i'm on all yes i'm on all four of those um as lauren cure wellness um but on twitter i'm actually lauren k wellness because they wouldn't let me be great on that one they wouldn't let me have my full spelling. Yeah, it was too many letters. Oh, that's annoying. I've been there with Twitter. Yeah. Yes. So that's where that's where you can find me. That is awesome. And I'm going to make sure that I'm following you. I may already be, but yeah. I don't know. I've been busy. So my brain's <laughs> like, I don't know who I follow. Anyway, Lauren, I just wanted to... Thank you so much for sitting and yes. chatting with me and telling me the story. I mean, you've just totally changed your life and just taken control. Yes. And that, that in itself is so amazing and so powerful. 
and you've done so many other amazing things. So thank you so much for coming on, sharing all of this with me and our audience. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. I thoroughly enjoyed this. I hope to come back soon and share some other things as well. Uh, Yeah, let's make that happen (laughs) for sure. 